0: Hey listeners, it's CJ. Uh, This episode was originally released on our Patreon back in 2019, but we are currently ripping open the vault and releasing it to you at no charge. Currently, we're taking a bay from our Patreon, but if you want to support us, go to ThatKindOfNerd.com where you can support us directly. And in the meantime, we will be releasing our Patreon-exclusive episodes when we have off weeks. So, without further ado, here is your retro review of Spider-Man 3. Enjoy. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome, listeners, to your exclusive retro review of Spider-Man 3. Why Spider-Man 3, you ask CJ? Well, Josh is away right now. Uh, and we're not allowed to talk about Spider-Man: Far From Home until he gets back. And I was really jonesing to talk about some Spider-Man, talk talk some Spidey. And Brian said, "I've got an idea. Here we are.
1: Let's watch a bad Spider-Man movie." Oh man! I gave you a choice. I said this or Amazing Spider-Man Two. You chose this I, uh, because here's why. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna expect you to watch the 1971 TV movie. Although I would have watched that as well.
0: Uh I I was not going. I I all right. Here's why I didn't go for for the Amazing Spider-Man two. That's a decent movie. It's it's fairly fine. We'll just sit there and just go. Yeah, it could have been better. Like, oh, uh, I mean, like it was fine. It was it was passable, and I got it. It's got its issues, but you know, overall, fine. You know, there's a cool place on it. I yeah. would
1: I would argue with you that this movie is totally fine. I have notes, sir. I, I believe have you do notes. I believe you do, and listen. Uh, so let me let me be completely upfront. Right now, we all know Spider Man is my favorite character. Yes. In two thousand seven, when this got released, yes, I did defend this movie because I thought I would never get anything else. Right. Little did I know, a year later, I would get Iron Man and Dark Knight and all the wonderfulness that followed. So I can be more critical of this movie now. I still think. This is not a bad movie. It's not a, it, it gets a really bad rap.
0: It's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. So let me let me give a little background on the movie itself, a little bit of, you know, what CJ was doing in 2007 and how it relates. Spider-Man 3 was released in 2007, okay? I was a yes. poor college student who couldn't go see movies and AMC A-list and movie pass didn't exist, so I had to pay hard, you know, hard cash to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. When this movie came out, uh, this I, is back when tickets cost seven fifty, dollars but okay. Uh, when you have $0, dollars seven fifty dollars is seven fifty dollars more than what you have. Um, Spider-Man 2 was amazing. Sam Probably Remy, one of the greatest superhero s- movies of all time. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing, hey, the black suit's coming. I fucking love the black suit. You're hearing Venom's coming. I fucking love Venom. You hear maybe Sandman popping up too. You're like, I like Sandman. These are solid ideas. Let's do this. And then you heard about the the movies and I didn't see, I bootlegged this movie. I illegally bootlegged this movie you to watch it. You bootlegged this. Goddamn right. In 2007, I didn't, I've never seen this movie in a movie theater. It's like the, one of the top 30 grossing movies of all time. I did not contribute to that. As a matter of fact, I, I stole I, I, from that, I stole from that, that money. I bootlegged I, it.
1: I have seen every Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie in the theater, including this one.
0: Yeah. Seven times. Ugh. so I more than made up for your yeah, for your yeah, bootleg. Yes you uh, so I just want to let you know: the first time I saw it was on a cam, right? Oh, like uh, gross! Oh, yeah, it was already dark to begin with, and and uh, very hard to follow at the end. But I uh, I did that. Here's what I want to say, Brian, about this movie up front: because you were saying it's not as bad as you were with it. For the first thirty minutes, I was totally with this movie. I'm sitting here going, mm-hmm. "This isn't as bad as I remember." This mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. The effects in this movie actually really hold up. So the Sandman s- stuff is great. The Sandman stuff looks good, right? The yep. the the thing where uh, Harry and him are fighting like the, the little alleyways and they're doing yeah yeah it's a great ho- scene too. holds up really well. Like the him tumbling, even the the faces look realistic. Um yeah, the the effects really hold up. The 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 fight with Goblin looks like it's from a movie today.
1: Yeah yeah, I agreed. It, it listen. I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to agree with you. This movie falls apart in the second act, oh. and then becomes completely
0: I, When do you define sinister. the second act?
1: I define the second act as uh, once that once the black suit is on him.
0: Oh, that's yes. the second. Okay,
1: act. yeah, yep, yep. I'm- the moment the black suit gets introduced, this movie starts falling apart. Now, listen uh, t- to your point. I'm watching it again, and that is my biggest critique: is that this movie is. Good for the a solid Seriously, half hour. Half hour, it's it's really good. There's some great imagery. There's some great oh, scenes. The the, the the imagery of Sandman reconstituting himself for the first time is amazing, and the fight scene between him and Sandman on, on the armored car is. So good.
0: I, I would like so to go so much fun. I would like to go on record saying I love Sandman in this movie. And I
1: love Thomas Hayden Church and, in this role. And he's, so he's so good.
0: He's so good. He's so good. The costume also it's like so I mean it's it's so reminiscent of, of the comics and, and the yeah. animated series. Yeah, he, he looks the part, he does everything. Everything. Right. Sandman, fantastic. This mm-hmm. movie should have just only had Sandman. And and that was the plan. Here's
1: the deal about Too this movie. Many villains in this movie. This movie is a perfect example of studio interference and studios getting their their hands in the in the cookie jar, and forcing things and in, into the creative process, completely damaging the movie overall. Yeah, Venom was never supposed to be in this movie. In fact, I've I read several interviews with Sam Raimi, even when the first movie came out and was a huge success. People being like. When's Venom? We want Venom. When's Venom? And Sam Raimi legitimately quoting, saying, Venom was after my time. He's like, I I, I love this character too much to do something that I am not familiar with. I'm not going to be doing Venom. And then the third one comes around. The studio thinks, we're not doing another one. This is it. You have to do it. And forcing it in on him. Sandman was always Sam Raimi's favorite character. It was always the villain he wanted to do last. And... It shows this movie, just Sam Raimi by itself, and um, I'm sorry, uh, Sandman by itself, and um, the, even the new goblin stuff. This is a good movie. I, this is a good movie. Listen, listen, uh, I don't like the new there's, goblin stuff. There's, there's some acting choices that Franco makes that I'm not exactly on board with, but the, the story itself, right? This story. I- is just as much Harry's
0: story as it is Peter's. And I'm talking all the way back from the first Sam Raimi movie. I, I disagree with you with the new Goblin stuff, but that's fine. We're we're going to get to that. There's something else that you brought up that I thought was really important. Real quick pause. Sam Raimi actually, like, the last, like, week or and a half was talking about Spider-Man 4 and how he regrets not doing it, but also at the same time, like, doing it. Like, yeah. like thank God it didn't happen, but at the same time, I really wish I could have, like, tackled it. And Like, it's a... There's a whole what bunch of other the, stuff on there. I, I don't know if that necessarily has the actual news, but whatever. Something that I that I, I I really appreciated with this movie compared to current Spider-Man movies and current MCU movies is that the the way that this is shot is so thoughtful and so composed. There's not a lot of there there is uh, some, but not a lot of steady cam stuff. Instead, it's very. Uh same touching touch and, and just directing. Very thoughtfully constructed shots. The the tone, the color palette, uh it, it seems half like Tim Burton-esque, but also half comic book. It it does a really good job mm-hmm. of, of blending it together. There's a shot of MJ sitting on a bench and, and kind of thinking about you know what's going on with Peter and, and all the drama going on in this movie, and it's it's such a beautiful shot. And anyway, the way that they shot this movie was, was fantastic. I was a real big fan of it. Uh, seriously, I kept writing several times, I like the artistic look and shot of this movie. Oh my god, this shot is fucking amazing. Um, it's it's just, it's really good. The other highlight for this movie is uh, obviously J. Jonah Jameson uh, and everything that, that he does. Oh movie. J.
1: Jonah James is amazing. Like it's J.K. Simmons.
0: Yes. That entire scene And, and, it's and not Elizabeth just him.
1: Banks. It's Elizabeth Banks' as Betty Brand. That entire scene of her <laughs> your blood pressure. <laughs> take your medicine. No, not that one. The other one. The no, other one. Not no. that one. And then
0: he's got the pills and drink plenty of water. Yep. Like it's <laughs> it's so good. That, but yeah. that was the only comedy that landed for me in this movie. All the yeah, other well, stuff so here's the
1: thing and, and here's the thing i think people overlook about toby Maguire's spider-man in general and, and it's it's not supposed to be comedic but it's kind of comedic if you've ever been in that situation or been the guy causing that situation you know what part of of spider-man and peter parker toby Maguire was really good at and nailed and i have a feeling it's because he's this way as a person the socially awkward part not even just socially awkward just awkward even when he's by himself, he's just awkward. Yeah. He's just making making things feel so uncomfortable. Yes, he was really, really good at that. Like, and that is that is Spider Man. That that's the way Spider Man is. Like, you know, he's trying he's trying not to come across as weird, but it always comes across as weird. Like, he did that so well, and I I found some comedy in that stuff. Obviously, the the J Jonah Jameson stuff is comedic but when he's like um the stuff with him and like the kids and like they're watching the spider-man he he's like oh it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna start, start again. again stick yeah. around he's just like oh that's oh, that's awkward the but kind of funny like so i mean it's it's there's a lot of things here and there and like you know you look back on spider-man 1 and 2 there wasn't a ton of comedy no in there those wasn't movies it, besides right. John jonah jameson like so i'm fine with that it, it's just it, it's just the Venom was an afterthought. It was very clear Venom was an afterthought. The article you actually sent me highlights under, uh, on like, the, the second reason about Sam Raimi's greatest differences with Sony and the fact that Venom was shoe-hinned, shoe, shoehorned into this movie. Right. And it shows because I literally... Can remove Venom from the entire movie, and this movie is great.
0: It'd be fantastic, and you don't have to change. But you don't so, okay. have to change. So anything. let's let's talk. Let's talk. You about, can still
1: have the same story yeah, beats and yeah. never
0: no, nothing would have Venom. Yeah, nothing. Would, nothing would shift. Nothing would change. Let's talk uh, a little bit about that because Topher Grace is cast as Eddie Brock Jr. and and it's a very different Eddie Brock. It's, it's different, but listen, you know, the, he's fine. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's trying he his goddamn hardest. Role. It's not even that he's trying his hardest. He's no, he's trying to be he's, respectful. He's he's really just he wants to give right. people what they deserve. He's
1: he was very clearly a fan, and and he's trying to pull yeah. off
0: the, the the machismo, the
1: the be kind of being a dick. Um, it's not his fault. It's the way the character is written. But there's a lot
0: of stuff in the way the character is written that was bull crap. Here's my question: the the the, the, uh, the Eddie Brock I grew up with, you know, was the meathead who just happened to take photos, right? Just he to-
1: wasn't a meathead though. Because he was a reporter,
0: right? Uh, yeah, and he was he was, was and, 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 smart with that.
1: And they make they make a very big point about the guy, the fact that this guy was not
0: just a reporter; he's a good reporter, a reporter. right? And like you, you don't just do that, and you're a meathead. Well, they did that better in the Venom movie than they did in this, because in this movie he's just a photographer; he's not a yeah, reporter. He's, he's just
1: a sleazy photographer who will who will Photoshop a photo
0: to uh, get ahead. Here's the thing I had: is why is Eddie Brock trying to out dweeb? Peter Parker, when he's talking to J. Jumma Jameson, is like, you know, it's actually about composers and the lights. It's not just about getting heights of the angles. And, and I'm and like, that's and that's you, the thing What are you doing. It's
1: it's about it's about the fact that Sam Raimi is forced to add a character that he knows nothing about. So he, it's very clear. It's just the anti Peter Parker. He, he's being anti Peter Parker. It's very clear that he doesn't know anything about the character. Right. And you know, anybody who knows the character knows this isn't just. The polar opposite of Peter, it is to an extent, but it's it's not just that. The symbiote, he doesn't know anything about the symbiote either, right. because the symbiote doesn't behave the way the symbiote should behave. We don't or, get any
0: wheeze or anything like that, it, right?
1: You don't get the whees, you don't get the the uses but even you, like just the fact that the suit doesn't bond to Peter, it yeah. bonds to his spider suit, yes, which makes no sense. No the sense. whole the whole point of this is that it creates this symbiotic bond with him. And it, it molds into it the clothes that he wants. It, it, it's on him all the time. like, And it's infecting him and infecting his thoughts. Like, to I'm be- watching this movie. I'm like, just take off the damn suit. You know that, you know that something's wrong. Just take it off. It's
0: not well, bonded to you. He's making the choice to embrace the black suit when he wants to be kind of douchey, right? When he feels that, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm I not feeling that. as good as I would. My life's kind of going a little different direction. I see other people. Who you know are are a little more machizo, and they're a little happy. So I'll wear this suit, and I'll feel better. And it, it allows him to to do that behavior. I, I get it. I but get here's it. the thing: that they you could, if if you would have done the symbiote right, you could have avoided the dancing in the street, go get the black suit scene, and just change your clothes into a suit. You yeah, just, you could have yeah. just done that. Also, you get fangs when you become Venom. You get fangs in your teeth. Your teeth change. Um, Eddie Brock's teeth have fangs, and they're yellowed and very discolored when he's... When they yeah, but peel I mean, it's back. very apparent that the, his real teeth are still behind there. Like uh, Okay, it wasn't very
1: apparent to yeah, me, it, but it, it was it's, apparent. It's pretty apparent. And, and like, when... Because when, when he gets the suit the first time, unlike when the suit bonds with Spider-Man early in the movie, the suit goes down his
0: throat. Okay. And that's where the fangs are coming I, from. I... Have, I have... Okay. Since we're talking about the symbiote, and we've already no. talked about the fact that it bonds with the suit, no. I... To this day, hate the fact that all they did was take his suit and, and make, it, make black. it black. It fucking aggravates me uh, time to time. That war, no, it, no, though. and you know this. It. That costume has been around since Secret War. It's an iconic costume.
1: It's, I, I got you. It's been around since the '80s. I, I feel you, but I want you to use your film and technical prowess and tell me how easy it is
0: to film just a black, skin tight. Well, suit. here's the thing with this too, and this is a little fun inside information. Uh, actually, when I was in college, right, uh, the stunt coordinator for Spider-Man actually came to my university and talked to us. Oh, jealous! Right, this is the fun part about you know being in the theater program. We we got to talk to some people, and he was talking about uh you know his, his he was also a, a stunt coordinator on Angel and Buffy as well. So yeah, he did yeah. some of that okay. work, but he talked about Spider-Man and how he was one of the stunt doubles for Spider-Man one and two. But when the time that two and three were rolling and filming, uh, Tobey Maguire hated being in the suit. Yeah, I believe it. Hated it it. and uh, would only do it if he didn't have to wear the mask and he only wanted to do it for short periods of time. And all of the mask stuff that you see in Spider-Man three is is double his stunt double. Yeah. So I imagine that they were going to put a whole lot of time and effort into a suit only to have the lead actor not even be in it. Right? Because then they'd have to make one for him and one for the stunt double, but the stunt doubles one's gonna to be better because it's gonna be on camera the most. Right. But at the same time, I can't abide by that. It, I like I understand the practicality of it. It's it it just still bothers me that they that they did that. It it, it it's not the right suit. And then when you look at Venom in this movie, very lightly, very close, if you look real close and squint your eyes and tilt your head a little bit, you can see the Venom logo. Actually, on his chest, so mm-hmm, you can see yeah. it on on Topher Grace, uh, which is cool. But it's it's really tough to see. And I understand it doesn't have to do that. I mean, we saw it in the the Venom movie with uh, with uh, uh, Tom Hardy. It doesn't necessarily it have, have to have that, right? It didn't have to have it. You still get Venom. I get it, but I just really would have appreciated it. I know that's something that I, I love the black suit. I'm very passionate about the black suit. Really, I, tell me tell me more about that. One, Anytime I play a Spider-Man game, Brian, you choose and the black, black suit's suit. an option, it's mine. I don't care if the other one would literally make me invincible and would be like, hey, we unlocked the whole game and we're coming to give you $100. No, I'm wearing the black suit. Okay. I'm ranting. Hey, so. I, I, listen, it's a great
1: it's a great suit. I love it. I love the costume. I understood the reasonings why. That doesn't bother me that much. It, it's just, it, it's very clear that this was not what they wanted Right, so they didn't have the time to research it to do it right. I'm not saying Sam Raimi didn't care. I'm saying he he was forced to do something that he didn't want to do, right. so he
0: wasn't able to devote what he should have to it. Now, what I what I did like again that he didn't really understand Venom, but the one thing I really did like about what they did with Venom was when he got the symbiote off of Eddie and he's kind of putting in the posts in the ground and like yeah, yeah. manipulating it. The 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 symbiote without Eddie is scary as hell dude. Yeah. It is creepy. Classic Remy horror aspects put in at that very, point. Very classic Remy. And I, I see. love what he did with that. I do like, I do like that part. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that it was true to the comics. Hey, we go to the church and we ring a bell and it drips down and goes to Eddie. I mean like that part, like, okay, like we kept some of the stuff. Like we, 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 we did it. Um, it was very close with 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 venom it, it was fine i agree it's kind of like a uh, what was it indiana jones what indiana jones movie is he completely irrelevant in kingdom of the crystal skull well, no 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 uh the one with the um ark of the covenant raiders of the lost ark raiders of the lost ark uh he he uh nothing that indiana jones meant anything he, he, everything would have played out exactly the same without indiana <laughs> yes, jones yes yes i've heard this. everything would have played out exactly the same without venom
1: Yes, you're, absol- you're absolutely right. Everything was- would have played the, out the exact same. And here's I mean, my other question. Yes, is he dead?
0: Is Venom in the symbiote? Are they? Is that that is what we are led to believe. Are, they're dead. That is what we are led to believe. What do you think? I'm asking what you think. The, the listeners think, think, are not here to I hear. That's what was said. You think they're dead? No, I, I
1: think he's dead. I, I think. I think. Listen. In comic books, we know these things are going to go on for twenty plus years. We have to keep these villains around in movies like this is the, this is our shot. This is the only time we're probably going to get to see this character on screen, especially in 2007. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they killed him. I'm sure they they had no intention of bringing him back.
0: Okay. I've got two things that I also want to talk about. Two, okay. Two beats and arcs of this movie. Sure. Let's, let's talk about Harry in this movie. Okay.
1: Let's talk about Harry. Cause I would listen, the, there, there were, I, I like, I think when you talk about Harry, you can't just isolate this movie. Harry's arc is across all All three three movies. movies. Yes. As a good character should. As a good character should. And and his his relationship with Peter is a huge focus of this movie. Mm, Yes. The memory loss thing, I'm not crazy about. But I'm fine with it. There's a couple things that Franco decides to do as acting choices. I'm not a fan of. How's the pie? So
0: good. What the fuck was not that? A, not Sorry, a fan my of that. one
1: note is: what the
0: fuck was that pie scene?
1: I don't know. The, I don't know. That's that's a decision on Franco. But then, like Has the look to do back over else. the shoulder and then disappearing. What? Yeah. Like how that? quickly did he pay that bill? <laughs> you know, he's hiding under a table somewhere, right? Like There's he's like no way Shit. he tipped. and just went down. He didn't like, tip yeah. at
0: all. He just left.
1: I mean, either that or he's Harry Osborn. He left like a hundred dollar bill and bolted. Uh, anyway, yes, the pie um, scene really fucked up. Here's here's the thing. Um I really like Harry's story overall. I mean, I, I think I think it's very well done. I think it's a great redemption story. I think um he as a villain attacks Peter personally where Sandman is attacking Spider-Man and I like that. It's not all about the Goblin versus Spider-Man. It's it's really Harry versus Peter and Harry's using his personal life against him. I think Remove all the memory loss stuff. Have more of Harry fucking with Peter in his personal life and causing this rift between him and Mary Jane, and that's that's great. And I I like the redemption and the and the decision to help him at the end. What I don't like, what I, I don't understand, if I am a close friend of the family, who has been serving this family for years. And I see this child. The the butler, yes. This this child who I practically helped raise because his father didn't do anything. Right. And his mother died years ago, tormenting himself over the loss of his father. Yes. And blaming someone for the loss of his father. Yes. And doing horrendous things to himself. Yes. To avenge his father, who never cared about him. Right. And I've been sitting on the information that his father killed himself for four years. Years. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell that kid a lot sooner. I'm gonna tell that kid a lot sooner.
0: Way before his face gets half blown off by a pumpkin bomb. That was my note, which was, Peter. I didn't kill your dad. I really. I promise. I didn't kill your dad. I'm your best friend. I didn't kill your dad. He killed himself. Harry. Fuck you. I don't believe you. Harry's random butler who hasn't said shit for years. Oh, I just sides up. Yeah, what he said's true. Oh, all right. I believe you. Really that's what tipped the scales you wouldn't you be angry like why the fuck didn't you tell me sooner i am so glad you had yeah. that it was my it was my same thought too
1: that's the one thing i'm like okay listen harry could have found redemption any other way they yeah. he, he he it doesn't even have to do with the fact that peter didn't kill his dad he could have had this self-realizing moment of my dad was a monster
0: right who didn't care about me yes so, whatever happened, and Peter him, is still it, here it, for it sh- me. And oh my right, god, I've wrecked his life. I right. need to atone for this. Yes, I that would have been a much better resolution to Harry's arc to do it. Now, I still think he gets redemption at the end, he gets his life for him. I mean, he it all ends the same way. I think the journey in which it went could have been a little better. Yeah, and the other thing, too. And, and here's the thing this he loses his memory because he hit his head on a pipe right in the middle of that fight scene, which again, really holds up. It's pretty damn good effects. I really, really appreciate this movie didn't do the classic trope of him getting hit in the head again during a fight. And now he remembers everything. Thank you for not doing that. Uh, Right. It's something very well that they did with Harry's story. and I'm glad they didn't. Now, I have no idea where the hell this design for the new goblin came from. I don't mind this. I don't mind the snowboard glider thing. That's fine. I don't understand the helmet. We start with such a cartoonish helmet from his father, and they show like a, a small progression of helmets, but then it just goes right to this like again, just face covering. like ski, like a, a snowboarding helmet. Like someone went into a snowboard shop. and was like, yes, that is my yeah, costume. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for the
1: costume design and costume choices of some of these things. Like, I can only speak for the content. I'm not,
0: I'm not hung up on that. But like you are. That's not anything that's in. Uh, at first i didn't think he was new goblin i thought it was hobgoblin i think he's casted as a new goblin okay
1: cast because be, cast, well i mean let's casted. but let's be real i mean if, in the comic book harry osborne is a second green goblin how confusing is it for moviegoers to be like wait i thought we saw the green goblin three years ago or five years ago in that first movie I get that's it. confusing
0: like i here's the thing uh i, I obviously james Franco's Franco went and it up Right in, in this movie, the yep, thing where yep. he's eating the like, cotton candy at the Spider Man parade, and he's like, boop, and like, Bop. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? The everything from the moment he uh he hits his head <laughs> to the moment
1: he gets his memories back, and he's just like he's just stoned the whole time, like you he was he like, he, right. But he, here's my thing about the, his choice in, in that in that in that performance, he's not playing it like a guy who who lost the past. Four years of yeah, his life. Yeah, he's not He's playing it like a guy who lost the past twenty years of his life. He's like a ten year old. Yes. And he's just like, like, even from the first scene, and then the, the, the nurse is like, You got some great friends. He's like, oh, they're my best, best friends. friends. Uh- they're my best friends ever. Like, that's something like little kids say. Yeah. And like that but then that's my problem. He's playing it like a little kid for that entire middle yep. twenty minutes where he doesn't have his I- and again. That's not that's
0: not the writing. No, and that's a decision Franco made. And, and they're also just—he's also like—it's kind of nice not knowing who I was and and finding out who I am now. And like, why are you? Why are you?
1: Why are I'm you talking the this bird. way? What I'm are you doing? He's got that just dopey smile on oh his face God, the entire just time, so which is much. kind of unsettling after a while. Yep. Like,
0: okay, I have a question which you may have already answered. Why I'm is the, Sandman attacking Spider-Man? What what did Spider-Man do to Sandman? He's not—I mean, the first two. Why did he the pair first, up
1: with Green Goblin? Why did Why did he pair up with Harry? The first three fights, Spider Man comes after him. He right, he's robbing he's, a bank. He's, he's Robbing a he's, bank. He's, he's a bad right? guy. He's being bad guy. He, he right, but he teams up. But after uh, Spider Man
0: tries to kill him, that's when he's like, uh, he's Oh, he's got the black suit. I'm going to kill you. Right, he puts it in the water. Okay, right. Obviously, this movie didn't stay with me. I, all right, justified. I feel okay. Again, I love everything Sandman in this movie. Give me more of that.
1: Sandman is great. All right. Venom is the mistake. The stuff with Hobgoblin, Well, New Goblin and Harry is a mixed bag. That's why I'm saying this movie is not that bad. Everybody points out the middle 10 minutes.
0: This is it. Let's talk about it. The middle
1: 10 minutes, and and, and that's what they say. They point to when they say, this is a terrible movie. That That is a terrible...
0: 10 minutes of a but two no, and a half hour thing, no, movie. It's more than 10 minutes. It's, 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 it's a, ten. it's a 10 minutes. It's it's a, a long sequence, right? The sequence we don't like, like the cut scene of it. However, I don't understand the emo look. First off, it's just, it's just not good. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not a good emo look. Uh, that cut scene of him doing the strut, doing the strut down the street, getting the suit, Talking with the girl on the phone, get me more cookies, get me some milk. Could you put some nuts in it? Being a dick, that whole stuff is awful. It's so bad that even in uh into the spider verse they, they couldn't they it. couldn't defend I, and they mock it. I get it. Here's the other thing I have. He goes to the jazz club with Gwen Stacy. Hey, Gwen Stacy's in this movie, and he, yeah uh,
1: which which we haven't talked about yet. Bryce Dallas Howard was wonderful very as Gwen good Stacy. job
0: she's so good she's, she's good good in very good in this movie I enjoyed what she did again give me more of that he goes to the jazz club to go taunt Mary Jane slides the waitress a uh, some form of monetary value and says quote find us some shade which I'm totally going to say the next time I go to Red Robin like find me some shade yeah because Red Robin's gonna respond to that uh they will sir they okay. they will I I don't here and here's the worst part right? Here's the worst part about that entire scene where they're in the jazz club. Nothing says bamf, right? Like doing swing dancing at a jazz club. But in all seriousness, it's fucking beautiful. It's so well shot. It it, it tracks very well. The lighting's great. Uh, The performance is going on. It's beautiful camera work. It's good acting by Tobey Maguire. It's just all wrong. But I'm sitting there going, God, I hate this. But it's, it's actually composed very well. And they're not doing a whole bunch of jump cuts. And the lighting is actually very, you know, like it's setting a mood. And Bryce Ellis Howard at the end of it. She's very offended and, and upset. And she apologizes to Mary Jane. And Mary Jane's just standing there kind of taking it. I don't know why they would let a patron uh, play on the piano. But, I mean, whatever. That's working. And then they kick him out afterwards. That makes sense. And I enjoyed it. What the hell happened to me? Um, yeah, it was. It was just. It, it is. Here's the problem. That whole stretch, the dancing, the strutting, all of that, unfortunately, is a huge burden on the movie. And he plays that kind of that um, style for for more than I think ten minutes. It, it's more than that. It's not a majority of the movie. It's not even enough that I would say. But it, but that's my it, point. It, it's it, not enough that we point. We should
1: point to this movie and say. This is the worst but, movie ever. I have right, seen okay, yes. worse movies, and I have seen worse superhero movies. I yes. will I will watch this over Fanforstick. Yes. I will watch this over Ang Lee's Hulk. Batman I'll versus Superman. I'll watch this over Ghost Rider Spirit and Avengers. Yes. Batman versus Superman. Yes. This movie does so many things right. Right. It does – There's like I, I was doing things while watching this movie – and there was moments where I was like, oh, I got to put this down because this is a great scene. And it happened multiple times throughout the movie. This movie is great scenes just just filled in the cracks of the, of the cement of
0: shittiness. And I think that's a problem because, I, again, I could do without the hairy stuff. I didn't like it. I understand why it is. I, I didn't hold that against the movie. I just... I wasn't a fan of it. I loved Sandman. I loved the Gwen Stacy stuff. I loved the the Jane, Jonah Jameson. Uh, I liked the relationship with Mary Jane and and Peter Parker and their Can troubles we in their just relationship. Just the the one thing that stuck out
1: like a sore thumb to me on this watch through that I never really bothered me until now. That's clearly not Kirsten Dunst singing. Oh no way! How well, did you but, not know but, that? I I knew that. I knew that, but it didn't bother me until oh, now. Now it bothers you. Why? Like Mary I, Jane doesn't have to be a Broadway actor. No. She well, just have page, to be a
0: singer. She can be a Broadway
1: actress, you don't she doesn't have to have make to be her singer, in a musical. Right. Yes, yes. She doesn't have to be in a musical. I, she could be a TV actress cuz that's what she was in the comic yes. book. Why? Why why knowing that we can't have the actress sing? Why do we I, I don't know. Put her in a that's role. That's a very like, good point. Like, I don't know. And and that's what bugged me. It's not the fact that oh she's not lip-syncing correctly. Like it all tracks. She, but- if we knew we had an actress – it's just the, it's the planning. If we knew we had an actress who, who can't actually do it, why write the scene that way? It could have done – we could have done it any way, any other way.
0: Also, she needs to get her union rep on the phone. I don't think you could be released from a show like that and just be like, okay, I'm sure they owe you a lot of money for, for the rest of your contract. Even though they they kicked you out, I, I I believe she's entitled to more compensation. Call JG Wentworth eight seven seven Cash Now. I'm sure you can get something from it. Yeah. Uh, here here it is. Final impressions of, of watching this movie. It, again, I'm so on board for the first thirty, maybe forty five minutes. I'm I'm rocking with it. I'm enjoying it. Again, I think the the action sequences, all the action sequences, hold up. The web swinging in this movie, it's so kinetic. It's yep. so good. Yep. Uh. I, I'm not a fan of what they did with with Harry Osborn. I get it. I don't hold it against it. I I do have a problem with Venom just kind of being tacked on. Uh, it 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 just kind of felt, blech, and it took away from I think the beautiful story uh, of Sandman. I love the fact that he went back to his daughter, went back to his house, to the lock. I mean, Sandman should have been the real big focus of this, and I feel like it 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 got hurt by that. And then, unfortunately, I I still can't get that fucking cutscene of him walking down the street out of my head. I think this is one of those things where it's not death by a thousand paper cuts, but I left with the movie with a bunch of cuts. And then I went to go wash my hands. I was like, ow, oh, God, where did I get all this from? So it it left with a bad impression. I do agree there are worse superhero movies. I do agree there are worse movies. But of these amazing Spider-Man movies, oh, God, I didn't mean that. Of these really good Spider-Man movies... Uh, this is obviously the 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 low, low one on the totem pole. Obviously, obviously,
1: there's plenty of better Spider-Man movies. I yeah, like, but I like I I my, here's the thing. I'm glad you chose this one because I constantly get shit for defending this movie, and everybody points to the same scene, the same ten minutes, and, and I I just challenge people to watch this movie again with this commentary in mind, knowing that. This movie is not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Yes, it it's, is. It bad, is. It is bad. not as bad as people make it out to be. But yes. it's, it's, it's but it's it's not and it's not amazing. And it's definitely not Spider-Man 2. I, I am on record as saying Spider-Man 2 is probably one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yep. Yes, I'm including Dark Knight and Iron Man in that. I
0: would watch Spider-Man 3 over Dark Phoenix.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And any X3. day. Any day. There I would watch Spider-Man 3 over like a lot of the X-Men movies. <laughs> That's very true. Like, so this movie is 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 a solid. It is fun and and the uh, to your point, technically it's great. The special effects are fantastic. Yeah. Sam Raimi, Sam Ramy has always been good about making these these movies, these Spider-Man movies in particular, a little bit fun, a little bit like on the edge of your seat, and a little bit just like action-oriented, like, but a whole lot of heart. And you know, Sam that's partially Sam and that's partially Tobey Maguire. Like he was a good Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Holland, he's an amazing Spider-Man. I think he's fantastic. No,
0: no, he's not the amazing Spider-Man. That's Andrew <laughs> Garfield. Ha, ha, ha.
1: Toby Toby was great. And like I I you know, I just think this is definitely worth a rewatch. It's worth a revisit. Just saying.
0: There are obviously as Brian said, much there are better Spider-Man movies like Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh listen, Spider-Man 3, I agree with Brian. Give it another shot. I think you're going to like it more than when you saw it in 2007. However, I don't think it's going to crack, crack your, your your top twenty uh, anytime soon. But it, I think it's worth rewatching and just kind of appreciating what worked. Again, there are things from this movie I would love to see in the current MCU. I think I think it would be great. But uh, overall, okay, this this is this is better movie. I I, I will I will I will. Give this a little more do than I I normally did, especially after rewatching. Yay. So I win. Thank you, listeners, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you on the next episode. Hey, before you go, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We're currently just pausing our Patreon content. But if you want to support us directly, you can just go to thatkindofnerd.com and make a donation. So in the meantime, thanks so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, or whatever it is we are in your life right now. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that on of nerd.